That's a, a beautiful clue. A, a clue, Cathy, is it not? That is a mashed potato-y clue as to what we've been watching with bated breath. With <clears throat> badger-baited breath. Do you watch with bated ba- breath? Badger-baiting breath. Badger-baiting uh, breath. Apologies, everyone. We don't... Uh, we don't bait we badgers. We do not bait badgers. Not in, agree not with in July, anyway. No. Um, if you're wondering what you're doing, you are listening to the Claptrap podcast with my good self... Shiv Mika. And my bad self, Kathy Lanson. Well done, I'm glad you walked into that one. I'm very proud of you. You opened the door and I, I went right in. I opened the door and you stepped in, slammed it behind. I did, well, I, I, I left it open because I'm bad. You're, you are and bad. And there's now a draft. And, and mum in the corner is going, were you born in a barn? That's what she's saying. And I'm saying, you tell me, you're my mother. Oh, I didn't ask to be here. Yeah. Because oh. I'm bad, you see. You're, you're bad. I'm BAD. You're bad to the bone. I am bad to the bone. You, actually, you're colour me bad. No you, two Ds. I'm uh, two Ds. Colour me bad. B-A-D-D. That was the That band. is how bad. Double D bad. That's how bad they were. Do you remember that band? I certainly do. I want to sex you up. Thank you. That is not and what I'm saying. <laughs> that was the name of the <laughs> Thank song. You. That's, kind that's of me happy. confessing. We can talk about that later, but that's not what the guys here have tuned in to listen to. Well, maybe they have. Oh, oh my God. Maybe we're like the Ross and Rachel of the podcast Are they world? just hoping that we get together? <laughs> we fall in love. Oh, well, uh, sorry to... Uh... Can I just interrupt? Yeah. I don't want to be Ross. I'm, well, you've got Rachel's hair, to be fair. I have, I actually took it, I shaved it off her head and put it on. Okay, um, all right, I'll be Ross. You're all right, you have to, you have to be a bit controlling and weird then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but good at science. But very good at science, and I'm good at having hair. So there we go, and that is pretty close to what people would say about us. I think that is true. I'm, what Where they say, you know, when I think of that claptrap duo, there's Shiv, the scientist, yes. and there's Cathy with the hair. Yeah, they call her... PhD Mika. And lovely hair Manson. Lovely hair Manson. LH Manson. They're like, Kathy, have you just stepped out of a salon? And she goes, Well, today, Shiv, I have. I actually have. I actually today. have. Yes, yeah. I've had my hair cut today. So our social media photos later should look slick and fine. Shiv said to me, Kathy, your hair looks great. And I said, I know. She did. Uh, because I know. She, she's worth it. I am worth it. Um, I look, on the other hand, like I've just stepped out of a saloon. <laughs> she does. She's got a cowboy hat on. She's got spurs on her boots. Mm. And she's got her thumbs tucked into her big belt. But interestingly, the reality is I've just stepped out of a hot hatch. Haven't I? You have stepped out of a hot hatch. Because Kathy drives a hot hatch. I do drive a hot And it was very hot today. And it was very hot. Summer has arrived, people, and it's beautiful. It's beautiful and the aircon needs recharging. Yes, my, my new car is delightful, except for the aircon mm. and the fact that it drinks oil like I drink wine on a Friday. Oh, I don't want to suggest that's guzzling, but that's what came to my mind. <laughs> the first word is the guzzling. The first word that came to my mind was guzzling. Guzzling? <laughs> guzzling? Guzzling? <laughs> Anyway, um, oh my god, I'm a guzzler to my friends. No, only on a Friday. Anyway, crash, we crash through. We're crashing through. Bodger and Badger are never first far aired, away. Well, first aired in 1989. So we sneaks in as a appropriate for this. It does indeed. Now, interestingly enough, Bodger and Badger passed me by. Mm. I never watched it and I've never seen it before viewing this episode which I have viewed twice so I wasn't uh, passed by by Bodger and Badger because uh, at the tender age of 11 I was quite into my, my CBBs Shiv loved a man-animal combo I 
did love a man-animal combo. Uh, and the reason we're watching this is because a very dear friend of mine from school is, and we won't name them just because in case, you know... If, uh, no brand names. No brand names. But they are working with someone who looks like Simon Bodger, the uh, aforementioned Bodger of the, the duo. Bodger and Badger. The human, the human of the duo. The human of the duo. Yeah. And she was like, you must do Bodger and Badger. And I was like, yeah, you're right. But Kathy was like, I've never seen it before. Nope. And I was like, well, Kathy, if my 11-year-old memory serves me well, you were in for a treat. And what we can say is that your 11-year-old memory has not serve served well. you well No, I've obviously done... Well, I think I might have done too much guzzling since. Well, it made me think that perhaps... I enjoyed Button Moon and Rainbow for the nostalgia factor yeah. because I did not enjoy Bodger and Badger. No, you were left really unmoved. Un- absolutely. Even my bowels didn't move. Yeah, you were just sort of sat there thinking, when is this 15 minutes? When I first watched it this morning, I kept pressing my screen to check the time to see when it was ending. Wow. That's... Now, the trouble is, um, I don't enjoy hammy acting. Okay. And... If you want to know where in the world you can find the hammiest acting and the most outrageous double takes, yep. it is on an episode of Bodger and Badger. Yes, that is true. Although I think you are doing a disservice to the fabulous comedy noises. I will give it that. There was some excellent trombone. There work. was an excellent slide trombone. There was yep. some good crash bang wallops. There was a doing. There was a, um, oh, come on, that's yep. got to be worth. Something. I do appreciate those sound effects. I'm, I'll give. I mean, that, well, I'm not going to jump ahead, but in, when I'm considering points, mm. that will be in its. It's going to be in there. Okay. I'll, so, so synopsis. Synopsis. Time. Yeah. So the episode was called Wash Day. Wash Day. It's actually from 1995, and we both realised that episode had passed us by because I wasn't. I wasn't watching CRTV. I was at sixth form college then. Yeah, I wasn't. I was, yeah, I was doing my A-levels, so no. Um, but the episode contained a washing machine, a very old-looking washing machine being passed off as new. Yes. He said, but, here's my brand new washing machine. It looked like it was from the 70s. It looked like it was from the 70s. Uh, and the premise is you've got Simon Bodger wants to do some washing and his chum slash lover. Well, I think lover, yes. Yeah. Chum slash lover Badger... Which is a puppet. Which is a puppet who has first appeared in a little scene with a mouse called Mousy. Also Talking a about her garden. Yeah. Un- unsure. That was quite dark. It was a bit dark. It was in a mouse hole. Oh, it was a hole? I think so. I thought she was just in a pile of soil. It was bizarre, wasn't it? It was. She had a picture of a garden and she was saying, I want, look at my lovely garden. I thought, oh, she's delusional. She was delusional. Anyway, uh, Badger, who is, I, I think it's fair to say, and, and to spoil alert, that he is... The most fully formed character of the lot. I found his acting the most naturalistic. Naturalistic. He, I think he's voiced by Andy Cunningham, the aforementioned... Yes, because you could see the ventriloquist voice. <clears throat> and I think mouth. it's also... Cathy, we must let you know that... Um, not that I want to try and influence Marks, but poor Andy Cunningham is now a corpse, as, as you like to say. Yeah, there's a lot. There's going to be a lot of corpses that yeah, we deal with yeah. during this Badger journey. then decides a washing machine is fit for washing everything including a teapot teapot cups and also a can of hp baked beans yeah hp not even heinz yeah tries to fill the powder drawer with mashed potato with with hilarious consequences yeah yeah and then he eats the instant mash probably does a belch which is soundtracked i think so then they pour a load of fairy in and it doesn't work because of the pots and pans and it blows up then there's water in the face then they go to a laundrette oh yes now this is the point where the first slapstick occurs yeah which is bodger 
holding onto a hose and spraying himself in the, the face. The hose is being pointed at his face and he's saying, whatever you do, badger, Ugh. don't turn the water on. I could feel your sigh. Whereas I had actually laughed twice by this point. Our listeners in Australia could see that gag coming. I tell you what I enjoyed, though, was when... Badger tried to fix the door and he had a, a mallet and he hammered the top and then came back up and hammered Bodger's face. Well, you see now, Shiv laughed throughout this, which I was quite... Uh, I, I don't want to use the word disappointed. <laughs> but you have. I'm disappointed. I only laughed at that but that's bit. what I mean. You've got some nostalgic feeling towards it and I have no connection. Badger, I think they're not lovers and I think Badger thinks that takes pity on Simon Bodger and thinks he's a bit of a dickhead. Simon Bodger is a bit of a dickhead. Yeah, bless him. You yes. know. He's a bit of a dickhead and I think Badger sort of just pities him and tries Badger's to sort him out. Badger's quite cool, really. Badger is very cool. And he also used the phrase groovy garden, which I'm going to yep. use later today when yep. I go home. That's Your, a groovy well, garden. Groovy lady, lady garden. No, just that's that's a groovy garden. Show me your groovy lady garden. Show me your groovy garden. Yeah. Mm. Oh, well, that's what you'll be doing later. Yeah. Ooh, very interesting. <laughs> So, of course, because this brand new washing machine has blown up... Kaputted. Our heroes have to go to the laundrette. Which was called Midhurst Laundrette. And for us Sussex-based gals, made us think, oh, Midhurst, that's in Sussex. I have Googled. I can't find it. Midhurst is where the Spread Eagle Hotel is. It's a lovely little village. It's a beautiful little village. Um, but I've no word on whether they have a laundrette. They're all too rich to have a la- need a laundrette around there. Well, maybe it's gone bust. Maybe it has. Well, it is a long while ago, isn't it? All, all that jewellery being cleaned <laughs> from the richos. So then this, I think it's fair to say, is the most problematic central scene of the whole show. Which, we meet a new character. Uh, we meet a new character who has a big bushy beard. And, and he's wearing a hard hat. Permanently welded blue hard hat. Why is he wearing a hard hat inside? At the laundrette. This is where my patience started to yeah. wear thin. Also, Badger has hidden himself in the wash bag and the gentleman, hard hat, let's call him hard hat twat. Hard hat twat. Hard hat twat makes a bit of a passag comment at poor old Bodger, who isn't a horrible man, he's just a bit feckless. He's a scamp. He's a scamp. He's, he's a, a scamp. Feckless. Badger calls him a forest face from within the bag, comedy, comedy. Yes. And, and of course, the, that uh, gets billed at hard, hard hat, hat twat, twat back up. Get, thinks it's Bodger saying yeah. all of these. So, basically, Badger uh, calls him Forest Face. Uh, he uh, says he couldn't fit into his wife's nighty. Yeah. Then the problematic. I'm going to put my wife's nighty on. Scene. He's wearing it. Woman walks in and says, "Oh, men." And she was the worst. Actor she was. There was an lot. angry woman. Yeah. Who just kept appearing at the door of the laundrette, saying, "Tutty." You see, this is a very um, typical trope. The disapproving woman while the men have hijinks. And the men hijinks, the main thrust, if I can use that word. Please don't. The main thrust. The main thrust thrust, of the show was around the comedy, and I'm going to use that word very loosely. Very loosely. The comedy of a gentleman with a hard hat and a beard putting on a lady's nighty and doing a tug of war with a bra. Did you notice when he put on the nighty, mm. he did a camp twirl? Well, I was going to say, I was close to saying he minced. He minced. He minced. And, and I don't like to, to use that. We but don't mean that he minced some meat. No. No. He 
a, put an affectation affectation of a feminine a feet a feet behavior and it was it was let's i run it through my modern day eyes it was not pleasing to them it was not pleasing i mean none of this program is pleasing to my modern day eyes i'm gonna say the hammer to the face was Shiv the loved it. Trombone. Shiv loved it. Uh, okay, that was my ears, not my eyes. So my well, the, ears the didn't mind it. Sometimes. Hammer to the face as the backswing from Badger was was the only pleasing thing to my eyes. So what happens is hard hat twat turns mm-hmm. into a violent thug and wants to beat up Badger. because he clearly has issues around his gender. Yes. So that's, he wanted to put his wife. He wanted to put on. his wife's nighty on, and he was enjoying it and expressing himself in a way that and it made he suddenly angry. felt angry about. Yeah. Because of the repressed emotions, the hard hat is actually a a way of containing and suppressing those yes. emotions. Yes. Keeping them in. The beard is a disguise. Beard, as we well know, is beard, used absolutely. all the time to hide one's true sense and feelings. So perhaps we should turn the hard hat into someone we should pity, and mm. we should now hope very much that he is enjoying pride these days it's absolutely true that as soon as he felt his masculinity was being questioned Mm -hmm. by a badger he a badger which of course is a lady bit isn't it oh my god that's a beaver well you can say badger as well can you yeah so lady garden beaver and badger Mm -hmm. Ooh, touch my badger (laughs) is that what one says in the bedroom (coughs) It's hey guaranteed. Baby. Touch my body. Hey, baby. Is that only for women that have got grey and black hair down yeah. there? Yeah. So you hit 14, 14 above. 14 Very above. Very appropriate. Yeah. Hey, baby. Touch my badger. Touch my badger. <coughs> We've made Shiv cough. Hey, I think it's too much, baby. Too much laughing Ooh. at Bodger uh, and Badger. I want to know. Will, Will you touch, touch my badger? badger? Touch my, touch badger my badge. Badge. badge and badge. Well, it's all making badger sense now. Badger and badger. Badger so and badger. So actually what we're learning is Bodger and Badger is uh, a an alle- allegorical tale oh, yeah. about masculinity. This is a... And also there's that bit at the end, there's quite a homoerotic piece where he tugs the man's beard and he's talking about guards in Rome. Rome. The gayest of all the eras. Jesus. Wow. How did that slip by? Well, this this is another thing that really bothered me was um, then, of course, Bodger runs off. But his washing's still at the laundrette, so he has to wear a disguise to come back and get his washing because old hard hat twat slash uh, man to be threatened to punch him. Has threatened to, is going to wait there for him. So he puts a disguise on, which includes a faux beard. And of course, it's quite hard a hard hat twat, because he's desperate for friends, starts talking to disguise man. Yeah, because he was like, <coughs> have you seen a pillock and a badger, basically? But yeah. Not quite mm-hmm. those words. And in talking to him, he says, oh, I think the guy was, he called me forest face and he was angry because he couldn't grow a beard. So again, so masculinity, masculinity, desperation. And he tugged. At this chap's beard, and of who course, who tugs at another man's beard? And it was a faux beard, as well. We know because it was so our it came hero, off. Sir Simon Bodger. Sir Simon Bodger's beard came right off in his hand, and there he is holding this man's faux beard. So symbolic. It's so symbolic. So he's holding the beard. He realizes it's the man he wants to punch because it's the man that made him realize he likes wearing ladies' clothing. And then the woman arrives at the door, and it again disapproves. Disapproves her shop. Her washing. Rather than shopping, her washing goes everywhere. Her, well, her, she says, "Mind my mind smalls, my small," which is a callback to episode two, of course. Larges, yes, larges. Oh, episode yeah. two of the original Claptrap yeah, yeah, podcast yeah, yeah. series. Um, she says, yeah. "Mind my small." So again, these wacky men. She are was going to launder her larges. Ladies' life. Mm. So they run around. Uh, he escapes from him again. 
goes to the park to dry his clothing on a chopped down tree. Badger picks up a, a red sock and says, let's spin dry it. Tosses it around in his badger's snout. Yeah. And of course it then lands. Knox said hard hat twat is enjoying an ice cream cone. Hits him on the hard hat. Hits him hat. on the hard hat. He bends forward. Ice cream cone for nose And it bag. goes boing boing. <laughs> I did approve of that. Yeah. Yeah. And then he just, instead of, instead of removing the cone, he just sits there with yeah. the cone on his nose. <laughs> I right? do the same. It's not very realistic, this. And then Bodger comes along, doesn't recognise the man, even though he's still in a, no one else in the world. And he's still wearing a powder blue, powder blue hard hat, right? He doesn't think, oh, shit, it's hard hat, man. Oh, that's what. Yeah. He thinks... I'm so stupid, I don't recognise him because he's got an ice cream cone on his nose. So then he says, have you seen a sock? And then hard hat twat removes the cone from his nose and oh dear, Bodger realises it is him. But if Bodger had half a brain, he would have seen that hard hat and run a mile. Mm. Get new Mm. socks. It's not worth losing a sock over, is it? It's not worth getting punched in the face for for one sock. As I would say, do not get... I'm getting socked, out of it. Do I'm not get mate. socked in the face for a sock. That is right, The shit. guy was going to sock it to him. Sock it to him. Anyway, there then was a a scene, should we call it a scene of yes. sort of music. Charlie Chaplin, Charlie Chaplin style, style music. Running up and down a, a play climbing frame area. I think you'll find it's a child's other. play park. Shiv sometimes doesn't like to <laughs> She doesn't like She, doesn't, she likes to really dance around the word. <laughs> She was having her, what was it I said about ears? Oh, yeah, week. ears fitted. <laughs> Earrings fitted. <laughs> yeah. I don't like to call a Shiv, spade a spade. Shiv, Shiv is a linguist. Thank you. And Cunning. she doesn't, she loves language so much. Very much so. That instead of just using the one word, no. she dances around it with 40. <laughs> I like to flirt about, um, yeah. re, reframe and, uh, yeah. you know, rephrase. It's a place with climbing frames and swings. <laughs> it's a place where with... children go. <laughs> Where they play. It's a playground. <laughs> anyway, there is this scene at this climbing adventure. Yeah. Uh, playground. <laughs> yeah. 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 And there was these metal structures. And there was a slide. There, there was. Yeah. Now, can we just also say, thank goodness, Aww. no children were actually at that. Thank park. God, because, because these grown men were chasing each other around. At one point, Bodger went down the slide, yeah. and then hard hat twat. Uh, Still in his hard hat! Is then sort of in the. There were like these sort of tyres of some sort of adventure tyre playground. Well, I element. was tired, I can tell you that much. Fast forward very slightly to the kind of the, the denouement, the end scene of the fight where they're standing next to each other. They've caught up. He's not going to get. He thinks Well, first of all, we've had Bodger saying, Phew, he'll <laughs> never catch me now. Yeah. Which of course means there he is, hard hat twat. And they are standing. In front of a, yeah, of a hedge or, bu- or bush or, or maybe a, I was going to say like a cruising ground. It probably is a cruising ground, yes. Yeah. So they're standing by a cruising ground. Uh, potentially Hard Hat Twat has made a, um, arranged a, 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 a liaison, not through mobile phones or any apps back in the mid-90s. Nothing 1990, by an advert in the paper. He's put an advert, a small ad in the Friday ad, mm-hmm. or he has put a postcard in the telephone box. What he's done is he said, are you hard for a hard hat? Are you hard for a hard hat? Come and meet me by the bush. Meet me by the bush. I'll have an ice cream on my nose. <laughs> Love Cornet nose. Cornet, no, it's Trombone. the mid-90s. It's kids TV. It's conk. Cornet conk. Cornet conk. 
Cornet conk. Well, he did call uh, Bodger a clot earlier in the episode, <laughs> I like which that. I thought was, you clumsy clot. Of course, clumsy is rather redundant there because clot means clumsy, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, but it's a nice bit of alliteration. I'm going to let that go. Clumsy clot. Well, of course you're going to let it go. Misuse 48 words <laughs> where one will do. <laughs> Why call a playground a playground when you can call it <laughs> a structure, cavalcade of structures <laughs> and uh, elements to facilitate the play of children within a park? Shiv was really good at making her essays stretch out. Oh, I never had a problem with the word limit. Never had a problem with that. <laughs> um, so the big denouement scene, he yes. is about to... We probably should have told, it, told you that earlier in the episode... Badger made some uh, mashed potato soup and put it in a flask. By that, I mean he he mixed up some, probably Smash. Yep. Although no brand names. No. Popped it in a large thermos. Yes. And that is important info. So before, before Heart Hat Twat pulls back his fist to punch Bodger. Yes. He tips his head upwards towards the sky. Yes. Perhaps um, we're supposed to believe that he likes to look at the sky before punching. Yeah. What I will tell you is that he was preparing his face for the gag, which is very amateur. Very amateur. He had at this point removed his hard hat. Yes, this was the only time he removed his hard hat. When you think, if you're going to get in a fight, a hard hat actually at this point would be useful. But he removed the hard hat, and I guess again for the gag, because of the lip of the hard hat would have not allowed for, you know, the, the audience haven't guessed the gag already here. No. But anyway, as he tilted up also, his head... Also, maybe when he tilted back, the hat would have fallen off. He's tilted up his head without a hat on, so yes. his face is fully exposed, exposed to mm. all the elements, and up pops Badger... From behind the bush. ...with his cold mashed potato soup, yeah. and he pours it on his pours face. Pours it on his face, and this man gets really angry and... Bad- mashed potato! And, the, and Bodger runs away. And then we have the epilogue. Which, which is, back is at the, house. the subplot of the mouse wanting a garden instead of a dark pile of and soil. Mouse is called Mousy, yes. and I think is Badger's girlfriend. Well, I thought they were a thruple. Because mm. there's only a single bed, one single bed in that home, so they all have to sleep in there. Okay, so out of all of the characters, mm-hmm. Badger, I think believable, and I think also, you know, the way he said groovy garden, I think I can see him as a sexual being. Absolutely. Mousy, I think Badger loves a bit of bonking. Mousy uh, wanting to show off her garden. She went, can you see my garden? Again, I think that's quite... Absolute innuendo. innuendo. Simon Bodger. Mm. So that's where your thruple bit comes unstuck. <sighs> Shiv, sometimes you make a good point and this is one of those times. Thank you. So anyway, uh, Badger and Mousy back in the little hole. So to speak. Yeah, Mousy shows off her... Garden. garden. This is getting ruder by the second. And she's mowing her garden, so it's ready. Oh, mowing! I thought it was one of those rollers that they use at Wimbledon to flatten the grass. Yeah, it might be, but it was a cotton reel. It was wasn't a cotton it, really? reel. Yeah, so she's flattening or mowing her garden. Yeah. And then we're then shown cut to the scene of Simon Bodger holding up the bathroom mat, which happens to be green, with a big hole cut. With a big hole cut out. Because that's it. the garden. And what does he yell? Badger! Oh, yes. Does, do they all end like that? Pretty much. I'm okay. pretty sure they did. Yeah. And I'm pleased to report that scene was in his bathroom, but he was clothed. Fully clothed. Yes. And in fact, he was fully clothed at all times. He was fully clothed, yet there was no new... Well, I suppose Badger and Mousy were nude throughout. No, Badger wore clothes. Oh, Badger does have clothes. Badger had, like, 
quite groovy clothes. Like he had a little neckerchief and a denim jacket. And I feel like the cost- costume budget for Bodger and Badger was quite high because every character seemed to have a lot of clothing on. The, yeah. the woman, she had a the beret. angry woman had a giant beret, like cardigan, dress, plus all her smalls, of course. I would like to find Angry Woman and see what she does now because I don't think she acts anymore. I don't. I think that was a a, a rare a rare occasion. She might have been a friend. I think Badger. she might have been Bodger's real life lover or some sort of you know. Because she was quite a pointless character. I don't know why she kept appearing. Maybe they were said, look. You know, it's 1995, we're hip and happening. You can't have a programme with just men in it. Yeah. You've got to put a woman in. Yeah. So that's what they did. And now I'm looking at Bodger and Badger wash day. So Shiv, while I'm doing this, yeah. you talk about what you are considering when giving it points. So the things I want to consider in Bodger and Badger is the interplay between human and animal. I want to consider the complex, rich veins of emotions that uh you know that really did run through the late 80s into the early 90s and mid 90s there was a lot of cultural change there was a the ladette was coming forward women were very much trying to assert themselves in a way i think it was a load of slapstick shit really wasn't it would you agree? I would agree, and I'm very disappointed in IMDb because it uh, only gives us two actors. Andy Cunningham, who is both Bodger and Badger, and Mousy. He was Jane Bassett. Jane Bassett. So I'm trying to... I wonder if that is Jane Bassett, <clears throat> former partner of Andy Cunningham. See? I bet that was her. I bet that was her. I don't think she played... Glasses woman. I don't know. We'll have to do some more Googling, and I'm sure that social media will, will eventually bring us to a resolution. The things I'm going to consider in this show that will give it points are the use of sound effects. Right. <clears throat> and I also think that Badger using his Badger snout to pick up a bowl of stuff and move it around, I quite enjoyed that. I didn't mind the snout work. Because I think that was possibly a hand in the snout. It was a very obvious, was a very hand, obvious snout. hand snout. Yeah. And I quite enjoyed that. It moved in a non-snouty way. It moved in a hand it sort of way. It moved very much in a hand way. And it, it was interesting because sometimes Bodger had his hand up Badger. <laughs> and sometimes he didn't. Sometimes you saw both of Bodger's hands yeah. and Badger was still being moved. So there was obviously, perhaps Jane Bassett had her hand perhaps up Badger. she slipped it in. She slipped it up Badger yeah. when Bodger needed both his arms. So I think Badger was able to be, to take any old arm up him, really. Well, as you said, he's quite a sexual being. I think he was. Um, I'm going to reduce marks, a lot of marks for the hard hat swat character, for his aggression, for his his piss taking of uh, feminine behaviour. Yes. For his his terrible acting. general acting and demeanour. Um, for so his obvious lo- head tip. It's losing a lot of marks yeah. for that. Yeah. Um, he was featured too heavily in the episode, in my opinion. So, although there was a nice... I did laugh at the hammer thing. Shiv did laugh. I give that two points for that hammer there. Right. I am going to take quite a few marks away for the general... And I'm afraid that Bodger and Badger hasn't aged particularly well. Can I ask a question? Yeah. What is the point of Bodger and Badger? Because Rainbow, at least, you could say, was trying to teach something. <clears throat> I think... What was the point of Bodger and Badger? I think it was supposed to be fun. 
And I think so. Just a comedy, a comedy. You know, for Badger loves mash. Everybody knows that Badger loves mashed potato. There wasn't enough mashed potato in this episode because it was much more fun when he was making it in shapes and chucking mashed potato at Simon's he head. He didn't chuck none potato of potato at anyone. Well, once, just the he one. He poured it. No there was chucking. no formed mashed potato chucked at anyone. No, there was no so formed mashed potato at it's all. It's losing a lot of marks for this. Yeah. I'm afraid that much as I do have some fond memories of Badger. Yes. The rest of the but show. But that's how she knows. That's how you know he's a sexual being. Oh, for memories. Let it down. Um, it's only going to get a two out of ten for me. Okay, uh, so I'm giving it a one okay. because if you're giving it a two and you laughed, then I can only give it a one. I'm giving it one out of ten for the sound effects that I found quite entertaining. Yeah. The rest of it was just codswallop. <laughs> it really was, wasn't it? Codswallop. And not even that entertaining. Bless. It was. I mean, when Shiv said she hadn't watched it and we had to watch it again, I nearly jumped off the balcony. I thought, <laughs> I, I cannot... I don't know if I can do this again. I don't know if you I can do look. this again. You did look. You went, what do you mean you haven't watched it? You said. <laughs> and I was like... Our friendship nearly ended. I haven't had a chance, Cathy. I'm sorry, I haven't been up at 5.30 and gone for a swim and watched the telly. I had a lion and then fed the cat. You see, I'm generally speaking a happy-go-lucky person. You're not bad. Yeah. But sometimes... There's another side to me. And that's Mean Manson. Mean Manson. Whereas, you know, I'm happy-go-lucky until I'm crying, really. And Mean Manson nearly came out there. And I need to sing Sobby Shiv. Sobby Shiv and Mean Manson. Yeah. Um, But I think, hopefully our friendship is still intact after watching that episode. It is, because it's done now, isn't it? It's gone. We never watch it again. I don't need to watch Bodrum. And perhaps I'll select the programme next week. And I'll choose something that will make me very happy. Yeah, and, you know, also I'm hoping that my friend um, who's listening to this... Mysterious, mysterious anonymous Mysterious friend. anonymous girl of... Mysterious me. girl, yeah. I want to get close to you. Yeah. Uh, and your mashed potato. Yeah, what do you think mashed potato hat? isn't... Uh, is mashed potato an allegory or a kind of metaphor for something? Well... I mean, this is a bit X-rated, listeners, but um, I know someone that was oh, oh yeah, oh uh, god, on a dating site, oh, talking to a man, okay, and this man uh-huh. said he wanted no. my friend to no. squirt mashed potato off his bottom and then spoon it out. I don't remember if they were spooning out, but it was definitely squirting up there. Well, that changed changed the tone of this, didn't it? Somewhat. I wonder if it was the actor that played Bodger. Maybe that's what he wanted. Fuck. That's Maybe. why he split up with Jane Bassett or Angela Bassett. Not Angela Bassett. He didn't. What's love got to do with he, it? What's potato got to do with it? He split up with Bertie Bassett. He did. Yeah. He said, you're too bitter. I do not too want bitter, licorice. Bertie. I want mashed potato. I want mashed potato in the, up my badgers. So, yeah, I think those marks are fair. I think um, it hasn't weathered well. I think it's... I, I would rather watch that child buying a ticket at the swimming pool... <laughs> In Rainbow for half an hour <laughs> than watch another Bodger and Badger. Yeah. Although I would like to have a Badger puppet. Would you? Yeah. Just not forever. You want to put your hand up I Badger. I want to put my hand up Badger. You I really want, do. I want to play comedy. Oh, my snout's a hand. Let me pick something up. Well, to be fair, Shiv, you can do that with most puppets. It doesn't need to be a Badger. Yeah, but Badger was kind of quite cool. Yeah. Oh, groovy garden. Yeah, badger, badger. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's interesting because Bodger's voice is quite camp. 
But he did a very good <coughs> badger that made it sound different. I mean, we weren't sure at first whether it was him doing the voice. Badger was quite hypermask, actually, wasn't he? He was hyper, but he was very secure in it as well. He knew who he was. He, he could put a nighty on and not... He wouldn't have given a toss. Yeah, because he oh, was this a... this is all right. <coughs> and so for that, I, you know, I think that's why... I mean, he's the only reason the thing's got two marks. I've just given him two out of two for himself, really. Yeah, that's they're all for Badger. Yeah. Bodger gets nothing. Sorry, RIP. RIP. And I think he was a funny gentleman, really, but not that show. He did love an overact. Did. He overegged the acting. He did. So that brings to an end this uh, episode of Claptrap, the currently kids tv podcast of choice for at least uh between 30 and 40 people at the moment isn't it yes but soon to be 30 (coughs) and 40,000 it's it's only a matter of time um anything you've got to promo or plug any shows you're in at the moment (coughs) no because i am claptrap only when i'm doing claptrap Oh, nice. I don't nothing. I don't exist except as Claptrap. Okay. During Claptrap, fantastic. So the only thing I will say is follow us on Twitter mm-hmm. at Claptrap Podcast. Yep. Or is it at Claptrap Pod? I get this wrong every time. Follow us on Instagram yep. at Claptrap Podcast. That's a great now, one. If you'd like to offer your critique of Bodger and Badger, you can email us. You can email us at claptrappodcast at gmail.com. And feel free to find us on Facebook if you're still there. Uh, give the page a like and it won't do anything to your algorithms. You'll never see our posts. But, you know, like our page anyway and all that. And we will post the episode of Bodge and Badge if you mm-hmm. want to torture yourself by watching it before this. Yep. But, of course, you've already listened to this, so it won't be before this, as I mentioned last week. Yeah, which we, you know, uh, when she says week, we don't mean week because this is not a weekly podcast. All you can do is step back in time. <laughs>